Hello. Hi. Welcome to the next episode of the Brio in the Box podcast. What are we going to talk about today? Today we're talking about not surviving summer, but maximizing summer. Yeah. And I came from this like, I'm on a few email lists or a few YouTube channels that I follow on like health and fitness type things. And I keep seeing these lists of like surviving summer. Like summer is something bad that you have to endure and get through it. And I was like, what is this about? Shouldn't we be talking about maximizing summer? Yeah. Especially here where we live. The summer season is so short. Aren't we supposed to be using our fitness and our health to get out and enjoy and maximize our enjoyment of the summer? Yeah. So we thought we should do a podcast, not on all these negative things and all the things you're supposed to not do and avoid and limit and restrict during the summer, but let's crank this thing to 11. Yeah. And Try to enjoy what we got going on right now. I think we survived the rest of the year to make (laughs) use of the summer. Enjoy the summer, yeah. The summer's the best part of the year. Congratulations, everyone. We just survived the winter. Yeah. Now let's maximize summer. Yeah. So an idea that I straight up stole from another affiliate owner friend of mine in Ontario, owner of CrossFit, Lindsay. One of the things we're doing is this Rock a Week Mm -hmm. challenge, which we had talked about previously. So the idea is we've got 10 weeks of the summer coming up. And once a week, you're going to throw on some weight, a backpack or a weight vest or whatever it is, a ruck, and you're going to take yourself outside and go for a walk or hike or run, minimum 5K. Get outside, take your fitness outside, go see something beautiful. Even if you're in the city, you can go walk around the Miwasan trails or walk the bridges or walk through the university or walk through your neighborhood, whatever it is, get outside, enjoy your fitness. And because you guys are fit, can throw a little bit of weight on there. We did a pre-order for some weight vests, which are great and convenient, but it doesn't have to be that. You can just have some water bottles in a backpack or, you know, half the time you, if you have kids with you, you're hauling around a bunch of stuff anyway. So <laughs> yeah, lamp- it could be a kid it in a baby a, carrier. There you yeah. go. We've got lots of new babies in the gym right now. Yep. Lance was saying he's going to wear his vest and push a stroller and run 5K every <laughs> week. Yeah, so there you go. do it. Yeah, so we're going to take our fitness outside and enjoy some of the nice places Saskatchewan has to offer. The little challenge part of it is just for you to post like sweaty selfie or take a screen cap of the route you did if you use a fitness tracker of some kind like Google Fit or Strava. I know like in Waska Sioux, they have the signs that show red deer yellow, red deer blue loop. You could also just take a picture of the sign of the trail that you hiked or walked or ran, post it in the group. The idea is to get all 10 weeks, do one a week, minimum 5K. And then I got a fun little prize thing at the end if you make it all the way through. Yeah. And it can be the same route every week if you need, or you can mix it up and do different things all the time. Even if you're off camping somewhere, like just walk around your campsite. Mm -hmm. There's tons of options. Yeah. And so we thought we'll make a group on the Brio app in among the community groups, the Ruck a Week Challenge. And maybe you're like, hey, Friday after work, I'm going to go walk the bridges in Miwasan. If anybody wants to join me, I'll meet you at five by the weir. Or if you're like, hey, I'm camping in Waskasu this weekend. If anyone wants to join me, I'm going to hike Red Deer Red at 10 a.m. Right. So maybe hook up or connect with some of your other Brio friends too. So you can make it a social thing as well as a outdoor thing, as well as a fitness thing. Yep. We started doing this. Was it last summer that we really started just doing the, the weight vest walks? Yeah. We like on date night, we would just go down to the river and you park wherever and just walk the big loop all the way around the river. And Mm -hmm. it's awesome. Yeah. Throw your weight vest on and make use of that thing if you own one. And like you said, it doesn't have to be a weight vest. It could be just a backpack or throw a little bit of extra weight on you. We've done that as a date night thing a few times. Yeah. You're like, what are we going to do? Like, I don't know. Let's just go outside. Yeah. Easy, cheap, fit thing to do on just a nice evening together. Yeah. And really having a little bit of weight on you is not that big of a deal. It's not like when you're doing a workout where you're 
struggling to breathe and everything is just heavier. Like walking is fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you're doing some big hike and you have your lunch and your water and stuff with you anyway, there you go. Built in. You already got credit for that one. Yeah. And I'd like to see the collection of all the beautiful places that people end up hiking this summer. Yeah. Post some pictures, post the route, post how many mosquito bites you got. (laughs) (laughs) I, I think we were in Waskasu last summer and I, went for what I thought was a morning walk through one of the nice loops they have through the forest, but like a dummy didn't wear any bug spray or anything and ended up running only to try to outrun the bugs so that I created enough wind that they couldn't land on me. I was like, I wasn't planning on running, but now I'm just outrunning these freaking mosquitoes. Yeah. Well, it's because who's been crazy the last few years for bugs. Yeah. So, and then something we're bringing back that I had put together pre COVID. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure something we called the outside the box summer fitness challenge. Yeah where I put together two PDF handout things of workouts. So if you're going to be gone for a couple of weeks and you're like, man, I'm outside the gym. I don't want to totally lose all my fitness. I did one version of workouts that were no equipment other than I think a skipping rope and an ab mat, which you can simulate an ab mat with just a rolled up towel if you want or just do regular sit-ups. Mm-hmm. And then the other one used dumbbells. And we have a whole bunch of extra dumbbells in the C-Can that you can sign out and borrow. So if you're going somewhere in the car or the camper, you can throw them in there and take them with you. And I think there was five workouts. Yep. And on each type of one, so a little bit of inspo of summer fitness workouts that you can do and keep up the fitness on the road. So I think starting June 25th, so that last week before the kids are done and summer starts, you can sign out a pair of dumbbells from the CCAN. Yeah, and I think we have a bunch of different weights. So there's lots of options available. Lots of 20s and 30s. Yeah. I just mean there's medium, light, heavy. I think there's some 45s in there as well. Yeah. And you really just need one dumbbell and you can do a ton of different things to keep yourself busy. Yeah. Whenever, Remember the COVID lockdown? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to block, trying to that block out. it out. Yeah. We, we always have dumbbells in our camper whenever we go out camping. Mm-hmm. And I think the big thing is just staying busy, like doing something. Because the biggest mistake people make when they go on holidays is they often take a vacation from exercise as well. Mm-hmm. And then they either know they're going to be super sore when they get back. And so they push it off and push it off and even wait longer than they should. Mm-hmm. Or they just do that first workout and it's always a kick in the teeth. So if you can just do anything two or three times a week, you know, body weight movements, move a, a dumbbell around, like anything yeah. is going to help alleviate some of that soreness when you do get back into the swing of things yeah and because you want to maximize your summer if you're going to go on holidays for a couple weeks and enjoy yourself you don't want to ruin the next two weeks Mm -hmm. of your summer because you're so sore you're so wrecked coming back to your workouts yeah i have one that i do and i have done all over the place super easy super simple 10 rounds 10 air squats 10 push-ups 10 lunges 10 sit-ups it takes about 10 minutes you need basically a body length of room so you can do it anywhere i've done it in hotel rooms I've done it in a cabin up at Ryan's at Jen Lake, like all over the place. And it's just enough volume to keep me from being so sore the next time I come back to the gym and I'm doing a bunch of push-ups or air squats or something. So Mm -hmm. at a minimum, that one, super simple. You can do it anywhere. Keep that one up at least once or twice a week to save yourself from being super sore. And we we did that one when we went to the Gorge to see Jack Johnson camping. And it's hilarious to see the looks on people's faces when they see what's going on. They're always just like, where are these people from? What is going on? <laughs> like, guys, did you not know there's donuts for breakfast over there? <laughs> <laughs> I did have a donut after that workout. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> but it, it is hilarious when you, you know, generally when you go camping, a 
lot of people are hanging out doing a lot of nothing. And mm-hmm. so if you're the one person that's doing the exercise, you definitely get some weird looks, but that's great. You know, that's the type of thing that I want to stand out about where people are like, oh my God, look at that person. And it's not because I'm 500 pounds. It's because I'm actually exercising on vacation or yeah. whatever, you know, <laughs> I think that's the type of persona we should all strive for is the like we're a weirdo because we're so much more fit and active than the average and just dedicated to the lifestyle yeah that's the kind of thing i think the people that come to brio you're just dedicated to the lifestyle of fitness whether you're in the gym or even when you're away it's just what you do Mm -hmm. it's just what you do yeah and lots of people now are incorporating it as their family lifestyle and doing it with the kids getting up working out coming to the gym together love it yeah so yeah don't be afraid to feel like a weirdo i feel like as i've gotten older and more maybe mature is I just give so many less fucks about what other people think, yeah. especially a bunch of people that I don't know and I'll never see again. Yeah. I don't care what they think. If they think I'm weird because I'm jogging laps around this campsite or doing lunges beside a tent, like whatever. Yeah. You know, doesn't matter to me in the slightest. And I'm not going to let what some stranger I don't know and will never see again, what they think, stop me from getting my workout in. I'm basically just harming myself for the imagined thoughts of some stranger yeah when let's be honest they're probably not even thinking about you at all no they don't really care no what do they say you wouldn't care so much about what other people think of you if you realized how seldom they do <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know? let go of the old main character syndrome and just have fun work out it's what you do and it's what you like and yeah be the best kind of weirdo yeah i think you just have to be active so even if we say okay you're gonna do the rock right mm-hmm. that's one day one. you're gonna do your rock 5k walk or run or whatever crawl and then two or three days of anything you know it could be the workout that you said it could be just do three sets of max push-ups three sets of air squats anything to keep the muscles firing and moving so that when you finally get back to reality and Mm -hmm. go do your first wad it's not complete shock to the system yeah so we're looking at what 10 maybe 15 minutes each day for the workouts and then your ruck is that's an enjoyable experience that should you know that's 20 to 60 minutes or whatever Mm -hmm. It's like a couple hours a week that you have to put in and it's going to make a huge difference. And then on top of workout fitnessy type things, maximizing the enjoyment of summer can be all kinds of the other stuff. I describe in our day one, how the type of fitness that we create with CrossFit is a ready state for anything. So Mm -hmm. that if your friends are like, let's go wakeboarding or let's try rock climbing or let's go paddle boarding or let's go canoeing or whatever. You're like, heck yeah, let's do it. Let's get out and let's go and use this fitness for some fun. So your enjoyment of a nice day or at the lake or all sorts of things can involve being active as well and not just sitting in a chair. Yeah. And that's the freedom of the fitness I have with my body is the ability to go do and participate and explore and do stuff. Mm -hmm. I've discovered about myself in the last couple of years. I hate doing nothing. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not a relax on vacation kind of person at all. I just get stir crazy and I hate doing nothing. So. Yeah. I, I'm good for a little bit at a time and then I have to get up and move around and do something. Yeah. So bust out the bike, the paddle boards, the canoe, maybe you're on a trip and you're in the mountains and you're going to go hiking or rock climbing or something interesting. Mm-hmm. Go for some swims yep. in the, in the lake. We do that sometimes at Jan Lake when we visit Ryan, do a workout on the shore and then finish with a little cash out swim, hop in the cold water and try not to drown, try not to drown, <laughs> go visit the fishies. So use your, get outside, use your fitness. Yeah. Basically you've built all this capacity and this freedom. Go use it, get out yep. there, have fun. And then let's talk about the food. I think a lot of the surviving summer mm-hmm. is about how to stick to your diet or not let your nutrition go hundred percent off the rails, which of course I support. 
but I don't like it from the mindset of restricting and saying no and not participating and not being social. Mm -hmm. I think so much of what we get out of summer is way more social opportunities. The winter just, we're sort of stuck in our homes and we just don't socialize as easily. So summer barbecues and gatherings on a patio and sitting around a campfire and going on vacations with other people that you like, there's just way more opportunities to socialize and you certainly don't want to miss out on those. Yeah. I think in the winter you get Christmas season. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of socializing and then basically here another six months of nothingness, right? Where everybody <laughs> just hides in their houses and don't, you don't really go out and do anything with anybody. Yeah. And then as soon as it's warm enough, the people are out walking around and having barbecues. Then you start hanging out with people again. Yeah. So barbecue season. Yeah. Love it. All of the tasty meats you can roast on your barbecue or throw in the cooker or over the campfire. Like really try to focus on that stuff steaks, chicken, fish. Maybe you went fishing and you're Mm going to enjoy something you just caught out of the lake. Awesome. Make your own rubs, sauces, marinades for whatever it is you're cooking up, ribs or chicken skewers or that kind of thing. They taste better. Yeah. You'll make a much better version at home and then they don't tend to have as much sugar and vegetable oil and stuff in them. That was something I had to get comfortable with when we were doing the grit grind and we weren't allowed to have any sugar. If I wanted to have good food like ribs or something, every barbecue sauce is loaded with sugar and it probably has vegetable oil in it. Mm -hmm. And so I just started looking for recipes online about how to make your own. And it's super easy. Mm -hmm. You know, it takes four hours or whatever to cook ribs. You can find 10 minutes within that time to make yourself a little sauce or rubber or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you can at least control the amount of sugar. And generally any recipe you find online, you can cut the sugar in at least half Mm -hmm. and it'll still taste really good. It's crazy how sweet people like to have their sauces and stuff mm-hmm. but at least even if you do have a little bit of brown sugar or something in there you can at least cut out the vegetable oils and make it delicious mm-hmm. without the weird stuff yeah and there's so many tasty recipes i only make in the summer right ribs or one of them on the barbecue like chicken souvlaki skewers mm-hmm. again on the barbecue fish fry which we do you know, yeah. as our annual thing we've started doing the fish fry in ghee instead of vegetable oil yeah ghee is just basically clarified butter so it has the milk solids the proteins removed so it's just the fat mm-hmm. the butter oil really great for high heat cooking really stable and super delicious and you can just buy it by the bucket at costco so we take it up to jan lake with us and have the little yeah the fish fry at least you're not deep frying it in mm-hmm. seed oil any like choice you make like that is going to be way better than just be like, well, I'll just do whatever. I'll just get the normal deep fried garbage. Mm. Hot tip. I think this was Jasmine's idea. Started marinating the fish first in Frank's red hot. Mm-hmm. So you throw the fillets in the bag, get some Frank's red hot on there and then put it in the, whatever crispy coating you're using Yeah, and then throw it in the deep fry. It's awesome. Even yeah. the kids really like it. It's not exceptionally spicy. It's no. just a little bit of a salty kick in there. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's not that you, you don't have to marinate it very long. It's basically just a few minutes. Yeah. But yeah, it's super good. Our fish fries are one of our once a year meals that I look forward to so much. Annual. Love that one. Yeah. And even when we try to replicate it at home, it's just never the same, you know, because it's part, part of it is the social thing, right? We're yeah. up at the lake with Ryan and Jasmine and whoever else. And what's just that thing that's the thing that you don't want to miss out on yeah cooked over the fire mm-hmm. fresh out of the lake right no frozen fish you buy in the winter is as good as yeah. that but yeah and that's what makes it special yeah and we enjoy those things i have a great recipe for a steak skewer that you put pineapple and red peppers on like a beef and pineapple skewers yeah. those are awesome super good so you can really maximize enjoyment of the tasty foods and ways of cooking in the summer that you don't get to yeah. in the winter And I think from an evolutionary standpoint, 
a lot of those foods would have been plentiful through the summer Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't normally have through the winter, right? So the summer is the time to eat the fruits and vegetables and stuff that we really shouldn't have year round, but we do because of shipping. Enjoy it while it's good and while it's fresh and you Mm -hmm. can get it more locally and it just tastes better. So we've got all the tasty meat things we can make, you know, barbecue and over the fire and in the smoker or whatever. And then the sides, like you said, enjoy the abundance when the tomatoes are super fresh, hit up the farmer's market, or maybe you have a garden and you're growing them yourself. Mm -hmm. I love garden carrots when they start to come up towards the end of the summer. That's my favorite. I eat a ton of them, cucumbers, peas, snap peas, all the things that are fresh and so delicious. Enjoy those things as your side dishes, salads, different roasted vegetables, all kinds of things that they taste so good. And then the fruits, we got our little strawberry patch in the backyards already mm-hmm. starting to make some strawberries. Maybe you make your ruck a berry picking adventure and you're picking blueberries or Saskatoon berries and use them to make some kind of tasty, like just straight up whipped cream and fresh picked blueberries with a little sprinkle of cinnamon. Mm, Super so good. Yeah. A little vanilla in the cream. Love that. Yeah. It's just so fresh and nice and the flavors on their own are so good they don't need a ton of anything extra and when you compare the taste of a strawberry that you get in the dead of winter versus fresh picked Mm -hmm. locally in the end of summer it's night and day like completely different fruits you know yeah i really don't bother with a lot of fruit and vegetables through the winter because they're just sad anyway they don't taste that good (laughs) i like them when they're nice and fresh and then towards the end of the summer into the fall we get all the good squashes and potatoes and the starchy tubers and you can do lovely roasted things with those. And then same thing. I don't eat a ton of those year round, but I really enjoy them when they are seasonal and fresh and local. So yeah, don't think of it as, oh, I can't eat that. And no, thank you. And I'm not doing that. And I'm bringing my own Tupperware of my weighed and (laughs) measured meal prep to this barbecue. Like Mm -hmm. be social, participate in the thing, bring things to the barbecue that are delicious. I have a recipe for a potato salad that's floated around. It's on the keto athlete that uses a little bit of potatoes cooked and cooled, but then we cut it with cauliflower, little parboiled cauliflower, hard-boiled eggs, lots of celery and other vegetables, and it uses an avocado oil, mayo, and the dressing. Super tasty. There's nothing like weird, sad diet food about it. It's just no seed oils, way less carbohydrate, a little more vegetable in there. Mm -hmm. And I take it to barbecues and stuff all the time, and people always like that one. Yeah, I think as long as you're just willing to put the time in Mm -hmm. to plan ahead and, and make things yourself, It's super easy to just go to Costco and buy the cookies and buy the barbecue sauces and all the things. Mm -hmm. But if you can just take a little bit of time ahead of the trip and make some of that stuff yourself and bring it with you, it's just so much better. Even if you're going to treat yourself to things like cookies, make it with butter instead of margarine and know what's going in there and you can control the amount of sugar and how many, you know, because (laughs) often you go to Costco and you buy a 36 pack of these gigantic cookies and you know, those are all going to get eaten. Yeah. You know, it's fine to have those little treats once in a while. Just don't go bananas. Yeah. And through the grit grind, the meal plan was called the royalty real food plan because all this stuff is about feeding yourself better, like royalty, right? This is what, when you go to a fancier restaurant, this is what they're using. Farm to table, fresh local ingredients. The chef is at the farmer's market in the afternoon. That's what they're charging extra for, right? So you're feeding yourself a luxury diet, not some sad, bland diet food kind of diet. You're feeding yourself better than the barbecue sauce with all the sugar in it. And you're like, that's not not the amazing thing. That's not what you'd pay extra for in a fancy restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. I know there's, there's finally starting to be like potato chip substitutes with, with olive oil. Is it avocado oil? Some of them are avocado oil. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people 
will complain, oh, well, they're, they're just smaller bags and they're so much more expensive. But that's a good thing. Once in a while, treat yourself to whatever you want, but do it the best way you can with healthy stuff. So if you can, yeah, with the snack foods, we're not saying don't have any snack foods. We're just saying, hey, pick different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Siete makes grain-free, seed oil-free chips. They're made with cassava root, and they're mostly in avocado oil. Hard Bites makes the potato chips that are fried in avocado oil. What's it called? Lesser Evil makes these things called paleo puffs that are cassava flour and coconut flour fried in coconut oil. They're kind of like a, like a Cheeto-style puffy little thing. I love those things. And they're not low carb, which is fine. Nobody's saying you have to be low carb or keto all the time, but they just don't have the seed oils in them. Yeah. Seed oil foods hijack your brain, hijack the satiety centers of your brain and just make you eat nonstop. So if you don't have those fats coming in, you're much more likely to eat just a normal amount and be like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And not just feel like, oh my God, I'm going to find myself at the bottom of this Costco family size bag of potato chips right now. It just, you just won't do that with normal fats and natural fats and normal foods. So yeah, I I think the worst prescription you can use on your vacation is to spend all of your time sitting, drinking and eating and (laughs) not move around and never stop eating. And just like the constant, you know, ingestion of garbage. Yeah. So you can focus on your barbecue meats, make your side dishes out of all the delicious fruits and vegetables that are abundant and fresh and tasty and local right now. You can still have some snack foods, but just pick non-seed oil ones. They're relatively easy to find. Most grocery stores carry them. You can find them actually at London Drugs. That's a really good selection of them of all places. I usually go there and load up. You can make dips like guacamole. I have a really good recipe for a dill pickle dip that uses full-fat sour cream and cream cheese and real pickles and real dill. Love that one. It's also super popular when I take it to parties and gatherings and things. You can make your own salsa. Your mom made some really amazing salsa one year with all the Mm -hmm. fresh tomatoes and peppers she'd picked up from the farmer's market in Calgary. It was seriously the best salsa I've ever had in my life because the ingredients were so fresh and so good. You can do really delicious pineapple salsas and peach salsas that go well on chips or maybe on your fish that you're barbecuing or with your chicken skewers or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Lots of tasty things. And then, of course, what comes along with a lot of the summer socializing, of course, is the alcohol, mm-hmm. the drinking, and there's no safe, healthy amount of alcohol, but I'm not here to tell you you can never drink because I realize, and I feel the same, that those social experiences are valuable yeah. to the enjoyment of life. Some people don't drink and that's great. Awesome. Good for you. But of the people that do, and just pragmatically, we know people are going to drink. Mm-hmm. So how can we consume some alcohol without it derailing and reducing your enjoyment of your summer days because you're fucking hungover or whatever the next day and you have to sleep till 2 p.m. Yeah. So we recently went on Pat and Julie's wedding trip and it was an all-inclusive and there was drinking there for sure. Yeah. But we just tried not to drink every day, right? Because we had the one day would be the welcome dinner. And we're like, well, that's going to be a bit of a thing. So we'll, we'll have some drinks with everybody that day. And then the next day was an off day and then the wedding was the next day. And so we... We're like, okay, on the off days, we're just going to try not to have any drinks. Mm-hmm. And so we still totally enjoyed ourselves and did the thing and had fun with everybody on, on those days. And then it wasn't until the last day that we started being like, okay, we'll have some, some cocktails and like sugary, delicious beach drinks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So most of the week that we were there, we didn't drink. And then when we did, it was like a lot of vodka water it actually really helped because i really didn't like any of the beers that were in there, <laughs> so that made it an easy decision but yeah. it was like vodka waters and 
just tried to minimize the amount of grossness that we took in. Definitely your best choices are the clear liquors and mix them with non-sugary mixes. Mm-hmm. So like a bubbly with vodka or gin or whatever is in there. Yeah. Soda water, vodka soda, good old classic, little squeeze of lime in there. Beer's not ideal if you're trying to keep the waistline trim through the summer. Mm-hmm. But of course, there's nothing quite like a cold beer on a hot summer day. So says I, the girl who <laughs> says the, beer well, so I've heard. <laughs> I don't drink beer, so whatever. But I know certainly people have a reverie around that sure. thing of like a cold beer. It's not there's nothing quite like that. Yeah. I think it's just find the minimum effective dose. Mm-hmm. What's the minimum to, for you to be like, ah, scratch that itch and you got your satisfaction out of it. But is it one or two? It doesn't need to be six to eight, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes it's going to be six to eight and that's fine once in a while, but yeah. let's try not to make that an everyday thing. Yeah. So when you are socializing and there are some cocktails happening, try to stay hydrated. Yeah. Drink water. If you're Drinking clear liquor and mixing it with water, that helps. If you're drinking beer, try to alternate a beer and a water and a beer and a water. Yeah. And then the hi- the hydration also has to go along with salt. Right. And especially if you're outside and it's hot and you've been sweating or you went on your ruck that day, you really, really have to manage your salt intake. The elements are great. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You can mix them and make cocktails with yeah. them. <laughs> when did we, was that two years ago we first started doing that? It's so tasty, you guys. The element margaritas became a real thing. Yeah. It must have been two summers ago. Yeah. The mango chili or the citrus mm-hmm. salt. And we would do in a pitcher. And because we're socializing and sharing with friends, it was what? <laughs> six shots of tequila, three shots of triple sec, two elements, either the mango chili or the citrus ones. And then we'd fill it up with soda water, sometimes yeah. lime soda water. Super tasty. No sugar. Really delicious. I guess the triple sec has some sugar, but no like margarita syrup stuff going in Mm -hmm. there. Tasty, refreshing. You're also hydrating. You're getting your electrolytes in. And then part of the problem became I wouldn't be hung over the next day. And Mm -hmm. so then I was really never learning my lesson (laughs) about it. it, It's like remarkable how much of a difference it makes. And they're tasty. They're really good. That's the thing with all of these choices that you can make. It's, Mm -hmm. It's not that you have to compromise and have these terrible, gross bad tasting things Mm -hmm. it's like you can still make the best of it and have way healthier super delicious options available you just have to put a little bit of thought into it you know you got to plan ahead a little bit yeah the other thing that really helps process alcohol so when you're done for the night or you're going to bed one of our favorite little supplements is something called nac Mm -hmm. nac n-acetylcysteine is the precursor to glutathione which is the body's primary antioxidant So when your body is dealing with all the oxidative stress from metabolizing the alcohol, taking a gram, a thousand milligrams of NAC before bed really does help reduce the damage caused by alcohol. Yeah. The magic pill. It's an interesting little supplement, NAC. It does all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. Pretty safe. I think we've talked about it before. Pretty effective. It's used primarily in medicine as a treatment for acetaminophen overdose, for Tylenol overdose, because it supports the liver's detox of Tylenol. It can be given to pregnant women. It has been shown to be effective even for things like hearing damage from being in a loud environment. Mm. So if you're in a really loud workplace or you go to a really loud concert, NAC can reduce some of the, there's a word for it, where you lose tonal, the ability to differentiate different tones for a while. Right. Like crazy stuff that this little thing can do. And cysteine is just an amino acid. Yeah. It's just a little boost of a certain amino acid. Yeah. You want to take it at the end of the night, not the beginning, because Mm. it will well, there's potential that it can negate the effects of alcohol. So if you are looking to get a little bit of a social buzz or <laughs> get hammered, it can interfere with that. They use it in treatment of alcoholics who need to drink alcohol every day 
but still need to be able to function or work or whatever. Mm-hmm. They'll treat them with NAC so that it reduces the effects and they can still have their drink to keep them alive mm-hmm. uh, as they wean off of it. But yeah, at the end of the night, it's great. Yeah, if you've ever been to a party with David, he'll be handing you a little white <laughs> pill at the end of the night. <laughs> and it's only because he's looking out for you and goes, here, this will help the hangover. Yeah. Take this before bed. Take this before bed. It's totally legal. Yeah. You can available just, on the internet. Yeah, you can just buy it at like Shoppers Drug Mart, I'm sure, has any, see any supplement store would yeah. have it. It's a pretty normal one. And then the other thing you need to support the enzymes that metabolize alcohol, there's two stages of it, are the B vitamins. B1, B3, B6, heavily involved, and they really get used up in the process of metabolizing alcohol. So alcoholics end up with like chronic thiamine deficiency, niacin deficiency and stuff. So your B vitamins, that's liver. <laughs> Everybody's always shut up about liver. Liver or red meat. So yep. if you're eating a steak and having some drinks, that you're actually doing all right. Yep. You can take a B complex supplement, but of course my preference is you get things from real food. So if you're doing a good job of focusing on your healthy, good proteins and your real foods and your fruits and vegetables and that kind of stuff, you're supporting your ability to metabolize alcohol properly. And there's actually some interesting research about ingesting alcohol with saturated fat as opposed to the polyunsaturated fats. It's in animals, but it appears that if you ingest alcohol with saturated fats, it completely negates the liver damage. Those animals don't suffer any of the typical liver damage that goes along with alcohol ingestion unless they're ingesting alcohol along with the omega-6 oils, the seed oils. Hmm. Now that's not in humans, that was in rats, but I think that's really interesting and it makes sense, right? Like the polyunsaturated vegetable oils are really unstable. And so when they're being exposed to all of this reactive oxygen species, this oxidative stress from metabolizing a toxin, alcohol is a toxin, those fats in your body turn rancid. Essentially they get oxidized. That's they go rancid inside you. Whereas if your body is full of all these stable saturated fats, they're not prone to oxidation. They don't suffer the damage. And so then you're cell membranes and your fat tissue and all that stuff is protected from some of the damage. So there I feel you like go. that would be an easy study to find volunteers. For <laughs> you have to eat steak and drink <laughs> and then we're going to measure your liver toxicity. Yeah. yeah. Or you're going to drink and go to McDonald's and then mm. we'll see what happens. Yeah. Right? Maybe one of the two. One of the other things, speaking of steak and having a few drinks and the side dishes, we love doing potatoes fried in beef tallow. Mm-hmm. And I, have gotten well into the art of making our own French fries. You soak them in cold water. You can even cold ferment them for 24 hours ahead of time. And then you double fry them in the beef tallow and they're so amazing and they taste like fries are supposed to taste. Yeah. And we do it. It is quite a labor intensive thing, but I like to do it when we're on holidays and I have tons of time and nothing else to do anyway. Yeah. We've done it on the camper. We've done it over the fire. You have to get the oil hot enough, get the beef tallow from pig and pantry downtown. I've also, rendered my own from beef tallow or beef suet, mm-hmm. which is kidney fat. The key is the double fry. You the have to fry. fry them and then take them out for a little while. And that's when you start the next batch. Mm-hmm. And then you, once you've first fried the whole batch, then you second fry it all. And yeah. oh man, then super get that crispy and delicious. Crispy outside, pillowy inside. That's yeah. super good. And then again, it's a treat. I do mm-hmm. that two times a year. Maybe we make beef tallow fries so then it's special. It's not like we're just hitting the drive through at McDonald's every three days or anything. Yeah. So I liken it to the big turkey dinner. You know, it's like, yes, a lot of these things are labor intensive and they take more time than it, it takes to just quickly throw something that's prepackaged mm-hmm. in the oven. But it's like, 
you're going on holidays or you're, you're going to have nothing but time. Why wouldn't you spend a little bit of extra time treating yourself to something really delicious? Everybody, most people love a really good turkey dinner and people will slave away all day long to yeah. make it. So once in a while, treat yourself to actually doing some good prep and mm-hmm. get yourself ready for your trip. And instead of it just being like hot dogs and buns, <laughs> think about some like actual good food that you can quickly and easily have ready to go. Yeah. And then if you are in a situation where maybe you don't have a lot of time or you're not in your kitchen with all your tools or you're at someone else's house at a barbecue or potluck, super simple strategies. Just find the protein. Yeah. Focus on the protein. Skip the bun. Double up on, you know, if, if it's hot dogs and buns and that's what it is, try to just shift the balance. Two or three hot dogs and one or zero buns and mm-hmm. maybe focus on the fruits and vegetable sides or whatever it is. Or maybe you can eat ahead of time or whatever. Just... Basic strategy is find the protein. Yeah. Skip the skip the chips. <laughs> find the protein. Yeah. Focus on that. Easy stuff to do. So recap. Strategies for maximizing your enjoyment of summer. Get yourself in on the Ruck a Week Challenge. Yes. That's so easy. Everybody can do so it. So easy. Everybody should be doing it. This is like a minimum expectation that you're getting outside and going for walks in yeah. the summer. Join the Outside the Box Fitness Challenge. There's five either with dumbbells or no dumbbell workouts that you should do whenever it is you're on vacation Mm -hmm. or even just at home on a day you can't make it to the gym. Yeah. Some workouts on your own. And then you can sign out a pair of dumbbells if you want. We got some for you. Do some movement at least two to three days a week. At least two to three days a week. Keep it up. You can do it anywhere. Snack and booze choices. Fire up that grill. See Mm -hmm. what kinds of delicious, tasty things you can make enjoy the seasonal fruits and vegetables and all the lovely tasty things we have available at this time of year. Try to swap out the healthier version for the snacky stuff. Yeah. You can still enjoy the snacky stuff. Just choose the no seed oil ones. You can minimize some damage there easily. Find the minimum effective dose of alcohol Mm -hmm. that you need to feel like you enjoyed and participated in whatever social thing it was, but you don't need to take it too far. Yeah. Clear liquors would be better with more water, but if you're going to drink beer, at least hydrate. (laughs) Yeah. Have some like neutrals or something instead of beers or whatever. Yeah. Get some electrolytes in you. Yeah. Whether it's elements separately or mix it Salt with your tequila (laughs) shot. There you go. Make a, make a cocktail with the elements, lick some salt off things, eat some pickles, (laughs) eat some pickles, (laughs) whatever it is. And then if you want. Before you go to bed, take a little NAC and make sure you've got some B vitamins in you so you can wake up not too hungover to miss out on a whole summer day the following day. So you can still maximize your enjoyment of the next day of whatever it is, the weekend or the vacation. I think that the best way to go through a year is like when it's cold and gross outside, that's when you're putting in the really hard, good work to earn the enjoyment of the summer, you know, Mm -hmm. and then enjoy the summer. And yeah, things are going to slide a little bit and your schedule's crazy and you might gain a few pounds or whatever. That's fine. That's that's summertime, you know? Yeah. And then as soon as we're done with summer, we get back at it and we go hard and get ready for the next year. Yep. All right. Well, let's get out there and enjoy. Thanks, Woo. guys. <laughs>